0: Do you ever feel like you're running on an empty tank? Like you're so depleted that you just can't focus or you get overwhelmed easily? Or maybe you're unable to fully show up in life or lack the wherewithal to tackle any of the shit on your to-do list? Well, my friend, that's because you are quite literally low on energy. In today's episode, we're going to learn a few ways to recharge your powerhouse so you can get through your day more easily. welcome to the podcast unlocking wellness i'm crystal mclean licensed clinical massage therapist and self-care coach and i'm exploring ways to unlock our wellness barriers so we can create self-care independence because we find our freedom when we're living well hello my friend i hope you're doing well and if not then i hope you find this episode helpful And if you'd like to read along while you listen, I offer that feature at my website, crystalmacleancreative.com. You can find a direct link to this episode in the show notes below. And if you want to make sure you never miss an episode, you can either sign up for my newsletter or subscribe to my podcast wherever you like to listen most. Also, if you'd like to support my work, you can sign up for a Patreon membership and score some sweet perks to help you create self-care independence. Memberships start at just 5 bucks a month. Or, if you'd rather, you can make a one-time contribution and drop a little coin in my PayPal account. No amount is too small, and I appreciate the exchange of love and support. So, if you're into it, I'll leave links to all that stuff below in the show notes. Alright, let's get to it. So... There's lots and lots of reasons why you might be running low on juice, and we could spend a lifetime sifting through the possible culprits, but because you are busy and quite possibly exhausted, let's not worry about those reasons right now. There's plenty of time for that later. Instead, let's just explore the seemingly obvious way you can recharge your battery. Rest. I know. It seems so simple, right? Get a solid seven to nine hours of sleep and take some time to kick up your feet? Rest doesn't seem like rocket science, but all too often we're actually not doing it very well. Now, I don't want you to go and start beating yourself up if you have happened to be one of the people who've been half-assing their sacred R&R time. We all fall prey to shitty habits. Present company included. Yes, my friend. I suck at resting sometimes too, but instead of getting down on ourselves, let's take this as an opportunity to enlighten ourselves and maybe try something new. All right, so a good chunk of us, quite honestly, are overscheduled or more accurately overstimulated and we suffer from a nagging case of FOMO. We'd sooner forego an hour or two of sleep so we can catch up on all the things that we're afraid of missing out on, including scrolling through social media. Now, let's have an honest moment here. How many times have you stayed up just a little too late because you could not get enough of the Facebook, the TikTok, or the Grams? Or... How many times do you rummage through the socials while you're watching TV, cooking, or even taking a bath? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, no? I get it. (laughs) It's fun. It's entertaining. And it literally, yes, literally, gives you a dopamine boost, which, by the way, is one of your feel-good hormones, but this surge of happy hormones poses its own problems because that's how we become addicted to our phones. And let me tell you, addiction will steal your energy quicker than anything. But we're talking about quality relaxation. So let's get back on track. Our brains are designed to be able to take in an enormous amount of information. That said, even the brain has its limits. When we regularly and frequently scroll through this infinite sea of social media, we give our brains too much to process. It's cruising through so many ideas and images that it cannot possibly complete an entire thought process. Consequently, this throws us into something called information overload. It's a real thing. Look it up. Anyway, Information overload dramatically impacts the motivational system in the brain and makes it harder for us to make decisions or to prioritize tasks. When we take in too much information, the brain literally sees this as a threat and kind of shuts down, putting you into a tranced-out or zombie-type state. It's kind of like when a computer tries to process too many applications all at once. You get that stupid whirly-gig thing while everything else seizes. Yeah, too much social media overloads your brain and will drain your mental battery. Not only that, but it can lead to anxiety and even depression. So please, 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 take solid breaks from your phone now and then. Another reason to tuck your phone away when you're trying to get your relax on is because it fucks with your circadian rhythm. The blue light that shines from all of those fancy electronic gadgets literally restrains your natural production of melatonin. Which, by the way, is the hormone that controls your sleepy time cycles. Seriously. Put the phone down. Unless, of course, you are reading this. (laughs) Which, in that case, put it down when you're done, and then go buy yourself some blue blockers. Okay, great. You're going to ditch the phone. Not completely. Let's not get crazy. But you're certainly going to put it down when you're trying to fully relax and recharge your batteries. Now... Let's talk about the crazy shit that might happen when you stop using your phone during your chill time. Because honestly, it's probably going to get weird. Well, to start, you're probably going to get antsy and maybe even feel compelled to, quote, entertain yourself somehow. You might find yourself unconsciously, subconsciously reaching for your phone. You might start bargaining with yourself, justifying just a peek You might even feel the urge to be productive. You may even start to kick around bullshit thoughts like relaxing means that you're lazy or that you're down for not doing this whole resting thing sooner. Who knows? The brain is a crazy bitch. But you can bet your ass that you are going to go through some very real symptoms while you give yourself a stimulation detox. My advice? Embrace that shit. Sit with your antsiness and accept it. These feelings come from years of being conditioned to having to be stimulated in some way. You've been programmed to become a human doing, consuming, absorbing. It's time to retrain yourself to go back to being a human simply being. So... What's the best course of action while you recondition yourself to living a life that's less digitally stimulating and more therapeutically relaxing? Great question. Well, long ago, in a more analog way of life, way back in a time called the 1990s... We actually lived without smartphones, and while our leisure time may have consisted of a television set, it also included things that didn't melt our brains, like the radio, books, hobbies, and other things that slowed down the brain's processing system. And that's the goal. When you're giving your body a break, you must also slow down your mind. It's super important for your brain to take its time while it completes an entire thought process. This is that mindfulness thing I keep talking about. Anyway, if you really want to level up your recharge game and relax to the max, try simply being. Sit on a park bench and watch people go by. Curl up by a window and witness the shadows shift and change. Lie on the floor and stare at the mother-loving ceiling. That actually has always been my go-to for when I need to drop out of life and drop into my chill zone. It's so friggin' good. Seriously. These simple, quote, boring activities are so rejuvenating. Your brain and your body need real, proper rest, free of as many external stimulators as possible. So whatever seems like the most boring thing for you to do, maybe go do it. (laughs) It's going to be so good for you. And if you're having trouble pushing past those brain-body jitters that come from a stimulation detox there's a few things you can do. Number one, breathe. I know, I know. Breathing, it's everywhere, right? With all the hype that deep breathing gets, you'd think it would actually save the world. Well, I think it probably could. But I digress. (laughs) There's a reason we're told to breathe during challenging times, and it's linked to the same reasons why we need proper rest. Both breathing... And rest help trigger the parasympathetic response, which is that magical time when the body is able to repair itself. One of the reasons we end up with anxiety, digestive problems, insomnia, high blood pressure, and a boatload of other issues is because our bodies never get a chance to recalibrate after all that we demand from it. Now, I'm not saying a good breathing session is going to get rid of your hypertension completely, But it's certainly a good start. Slow, deep breathing will slow down your heart rate and relax your nervous system, which are key ingredients for proper rest. Number two, make a mantra. Giving your brain something else to focus on other than the thousands of things you could be doing instead of relaxing is super helpful. And creating a mantra that makes sense to you can certainly do the trick. Mantras don't have to be all spiritual or profound. They can be short and simple, like, I am relaxed. Or even just relax (laughs) would work if you're not feeling overly creative. As long as your mantra aligns with what you're working on and matches your personality's tone, use whatever you want. Bitch, I'm chill. See? (laughs) That works too. By the way, you totally get bonus points if you pair your breath with your mantra. Also, don't feel like you have to say your mantra out loud. You can just keep it in your head if you want to. Or you could even write it down in a journal. It all works. Number three, head massage. All the functions of your mind and body are controlled by your brain, which, as you know, lives in your head. And because the head is such a busy place, we tend to hold a lot of tension up there. Giving yourself a thorough face and scalp massage will not only feel amazing, but it will also help relax your ass. So, here's a few pro tips for a good massage. Number one, go slow. The slower the movements, the more relaxing it will be. Number two, experiment with pressure. Sometimes light nerve strokes feel really good, especially when you're sweeping down the face. And sometimes a deeper touch does the trick, like at the top or the base of the skull. Do what feels good and what feels right. Number three, go exploring. There's lots of spots on the face and the head that feel really good when they're massaged try gently pinching the eyebrows the lips chin and all the little bits on the ear glide behind the ears down the sinuses and along the jaw smush your cheeks in great big circles with their palms get weird have fun and make it feel delicious there are so many things we can do to elevate our rest and relaxation and these are just a few If you're feeling burned out, foggy brained, or cranky, try these simple tricks. They don't cost you anything and are accessible 24/7. Even if you start with just a few minutes here and there, you're retraining your brain to create healthier habits that will help your body to keep up with all of life's demands. You deserve to live a balanced, healthy life and you have the power within you to create it. If you'd like to learn more about anything that I've mentioned today or would like to explore other self-care resources I have to offer, you can visit me at crystalmacleancreative.com or check out the show notes below. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so very much for being here, and I will see you soon. Oh, and if you want to start your own podcast, check out Buzzsprout. They're awesome.